to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the story of Mead. As I tend my blueberry and elderberry bushes, I am happy to see they are well on their way to ripening their dark, fat berries. And my attention leaps ahead to when I can begin making my annual batch of mead. Mead is simply wine that is made with honey rather than sugar. And although it is more expensive to make because of the honey, still I love making mead, partly because of all the ingredients are locally produced, and partly because it has been an ancient mythological heritage, and a nice, dry, fruity mead tastes divine. Mead is the oldest fermented drink in the world. It predates the production of beer and wine by thousands of years. Fermentation requires some kind of sugar and some form of yeast, and honey was the most easily accessible natural sugar in the ancient world. Yeast was simply captured from the air of the surrounding environment. The honey, made from local flowers, and the yeast, collected from the air, gave mead unique local characteristics. Honey and bees are at the heart of mead. The word mead comes from the Sanskrit madhu, meaning Divine Mother, who was portrayed as the Queen Bee or Mother Bee. Madhu created the gods and fed them on her sacred honey. Thus, the ancient Vedic gods were also called Madhava, the honey-born ones. Later, even the Greek god Zeus was called Melisaios, the one belonging to the bees, because, according to one myth, he was raised by the Melissiae, the bee priestesses who fed him on sacred golden honey. Mead was called Soma in ancient Vedic tradition. It was the intoxicating drink of the gods and the drink that gave divine inspiration to poets. Although it was first thought as the generous gift that Madhu gave to the gods, later stories told of how the god Indra stole it from Madhu, from where she kept it hidden in her vast earth mountain, and then he changed himself into a great bird to escape her wrath. In later Norse mythology, the god Odin also stole the sacred mead by tricking the earth goddess Gunnlod. Then he shapeshifted into an eagle to escape, but he accidentally let three drops fall to the earth, which inspired the race of poets. Mythology holds many more tales about how the sacred mead of the goddess nourished gods and inspired humans, and modern science is helping us to understand why its primary ingredient, honey, is such a magical substance. Honey is not just a simple, sweet carbohydrate. It contains more than 75 different substances, including vitamins, minerals, proteins, and enzymes. Honey has also been shown to be antibiotic, antiviral, antifungal, and anti-inflammatory. Honey is comprised of flower pollen and bee gastric juices. Pollen contains proteins, carbohydrates, fats, vitamins, and many more as yet unidentified compounds particular to the plant from which it is collected. Pollen is a complete food and was dried and pressed into cakes and eaten by Roman soldiers on the march. If given a choice, bees prefer to gather pollen from strongly medicinal plants, which help give honey its many healing properties. Mead was simple to make. 
early Mead used the whole hive, honey, honeycomb, and any bees unlucky enough not to escape. Mixed with rainwater and left out uncovered, it collected yeast spores from the air. Then people waited for the liquid to come alive as the sacred fermentation process began, foaming and bubbling and slowly transforming the sweet water into the intoxicating brew. To make mead nowadays, bring several gallons of water to boil, turn off the heat, add crushed fruit or herbs, and let it steep like tea. When cool, strain the liquid, reheat to warm, and add the honey, stirring to dissolve. Be sure to use raw honey to ensure the presence of honey's nutritional properties. Pour this mixture into the fermentation carboy, and then add the yeast. The yeast will spread out over the surface, and some of the yeast grains will begin to sink into the liquid. Cap the carboy with the airlock, and wait. Soon the fermentation will begin, and Madhu will have begun her magic. Traditionally, people would enact ceremonies to encourage the awakening of the mead by beating drums and making loud noises to wake up the spirit of the mead. Other wa- others, like myself, prefer to wait in silence until the first little bubbles begin to rise to the surface and then make a little prayer of gratitude as the mead comes alive. After fermentation is complete, bottle up the mead and age it for at least a month. Then uncork, pour, and raise a glass to Madhu, the bee mother, who nourishes and inspires us all. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley. 